0: You are locked on wild, brought to you by Built Bar. Hi everyone, my name is Tony Abbott. I'm the host of Locked On Wild, and Joe is not with me here today, but that is all right. I'm going to keep you warm throughout this uh, this early week. If you're looking to to hear some wild talk to get through your early week, I'm your guy, and we are going to roll here. Uh, we are going to uh, talk about just uh, just one thing, really. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov. There's a. Uh, there's more Caprazov drama happening right now, and that's all fun and good, but uh, it, we're not just going to talk about the uh, the Caprazov drama. We also are going to uh, talk about Caprazov further, and just kind of going through like the what-ifs surrounding Caprazov. Uh, I know that the Lockdown uh, Hockey Network, uh, the On NHL Network, excuse me, is going to, uh, to be doing what-ifs, so here's one. That, uh, that I've got for you coming up later is uh, is what if Kirill Kaprazov was like here that would be a nice thought, right? Uh, it does not look like he is going to be here uh, in whatever garbage playoff system that the uh, the NHL decides to put out there over the next few days or, or weeks or whenever they're doing it They're they're sure taking their time I think the draft was supposed to be announced a week ago and they haven't done that but don't worry, Minnesota Wild fans, because even though we don't have a day for the draft, we do have uh, have rules that prevent Minnesota for from getting a top three pick, like their lottery slot would suggest that they would have a chance at. Uh, so that that's good crisis averted there. And then uh, and then uh, more good news for you. Uh, even though, you know, we don't have a playoff format, we don't know if we're going to be playing regular season games even to try to finish up the season and even things up, or if we're going to have a 16-team playoff, or if we're going to have a 24-team playoff. Nobody knows, but we do have very important rules coming out that Minnesota cannot put Kirill Kaprazov on their playoff roster, which means that uh, that's the uh the counting down to Kaprazov being a free agent, being being out of his KHL contract, uh that count is basically irrelevant because Minnesota cannot uh, sign him and have him play in the playoffs, which is important for a couple reasons. One, uh, it gives Kirill Kaprazov, some incentive to sign. He would have to sign a two-year entry-level deal, where even if he hits all of his performance bonuses, he is capped at less than uh, less than three million, I think. So, uh, being able to come to the NHL now uh, would allow him to burn a year off that contract, and you know, uh, get one year closer to to being able to negotiate a, a higher salary, which is absolutely. Uh, you know, a a standard thing when it comes to uh signing, you know, players, uh, late in the season. Uh, I I know Jason Zucker did that. He uh, he jumped to the uh, the NHL out of college after his season was done. They signed him, burned a year off his contract. They did that with Nico Sturm last year. Uh, he signed out of uh, out of college, uh, goes to the NHL, plays in a, I think he played in two games and burns off a year uh of his contract, and now uh he. Is a restricted free agent, which is fine. Um, so that is uh, that is the incentive that it would take for uh, Kirill Kaprazov to uh, to sign right now and and get you know in the organization, get on, I guess, the program, get uh, get you know, uh, some experience in the NHL, uh, for you know, whatever playoff system, end of regular season. Uh, scheme they have cooked Uh, but that is not going to happen which leads to kind of the second reason why it's a big deal is because oh yeah the Minnesota Wild are still presumably going to be in a playoff chase and they are being told that they cannot recall one of their best prospects Uh, the NHL I think uh, according to uh, to Russo's story about that uh, that showed up in the athletic yesterday was that the NHL did not want teams to bring in a quote ringer to uh to play in the 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 playoffs so uh i i guess that's what it's called now it wasn't called that last year when nikita gusev signed with the vegas golden knights in the middle of a playoff series it it wasn't that it kale mccarr wasn't considered a ringer when uh when uh when he joined the Colorado Avalanche in the playoffs and made a pretty big impact for them uh looked real good in the playoffs uh no no that's that's fine but for whatever reason this season it's just not cool to have players come in uh as as a reserve off the reserve list to uh, to play in the playoffs like any other year would be. And this doesn't just hurt the Wild. This would uh, presumably hurt the uh, Florida Panthers, who just signed Grigory De- uh, Denisenko, who is a prospect in Russia who might even be a, a slightly higher-regarded prospect than Kirill Kaprazov, so that that does hurt more than just the Wild, but damn, does it hurt the Wild. Because not only, you know, do you not get him in the organization right now when you're looking ahead a year eh, eh, you know when when they play these games in august or september or whenever they're going to play them that is going to necessarily delay the start of the regular season for the minnesota wild next year and that is bad because uh you know if kaprazov is like well i want to play I don't want to wait till December or January or whenever. And by the way, that is if this stuff isn't interrupted by an outbreak. There could be an outbreak of COVID-19, you know, when, when, the, uh, when the hockey tries to start up again in August and September. That could end that season then. And then you're pushing your regular season even later, perhaps. Or, you know, what if What if, you know, in training camp, right, or or like a few weeks before training camp, all of a sudden, you know, there's a a huge outbreak and you have to delay your season till what at that point, March, February. So, you know, the the KHL might, uh, might be playing on time. And if that's happening and the NHL keeps being delayed, Kaprazov might be like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chill here in uh in Russia for another year and uh when the NHL gets their stuff together I'll be back and that would just be an absolute tragedy to uh to see Minnesota fans have to wait yet another year for Kirill Kaprazov after waiting for 5 already just an absolute shame but uh we are going to take a break I got my anger out we're going to come back and I am going to uh talk about the what ifs surrounding Kirill Kaprazov and the Minnesota Wild. You're listening to Lockdown Wild. Hey, Wild fans, it's Tony Abbott from Lockdown Wild, and I'm here to talk to you about Built Bar. Yes, Built Bar is sponsoring our show in the month of May, and we are very happy to have them on as a sponsor. What is Built Bar, though, is probably what you're asking me, and I am going to tell you Built Bar is a, a protein and energy bar. And, uh, it's got a great taste to it and, you know, it's got all the protein that you need to keep you energized through the day. You know, maybe you want to go, uh, to the gym and you're like, ah, what do I, what do I need to, to maximize me getting my pump on? And I think Built Bar is a great choice for you, uh, to, uh, to do that, but you don't have to just do it. If you're working out, look at me. I never work out. <laughs> Basically that is, uh, that is uh, that is my curse as a basement dwelling podcaster and writer. But that's fine. You don't need to. Uh, you don't need to work out to enjoy the benefits of Built Bar, for example. Uh, I am at home alone today as my wife is back at work, and I need you know a snack to to keep me going through my day. Right? What am I going to do? Am I going to raid my wife's chips and then not only feel bad because I ate? you know, chips instead of anything substantial, but have to come home and explain to my wife why her chips are all gone. No, we have a solution against this. We have the great tasting double chocolate mousse built bar that I had right before hopping on this podcast. It was really good. And uh it is, I mean, listen to me, I'm, I'm feeling really energetic. I'm buzzing today. And this is why so go uh, to BuiltBar.com and uh, look to place an order of their many delicious varieties, Built Bar. All right, we're back at Locked on Wild. Hi, everyone. I'm Tony Abbott, still here with you. And and make sure you check out my work and, and the work of Joe and the work of uh, of Giles Farrell and Drew Cove at ZoneCoverage.com slash Wild. We are writing wild articles there every day. In fact, we got two up there today. I wrote about how Kevin Fiala can get even better and and pointing out some room for improvement in his game. So, so make sure you, you check that out. I know that Giles is going to be giving his take on Kirill Kaprazov tomorrow. So lots of good stuff there. Let's talk about Kirill Kaprazov, though. Some what-ifs in his career, as you know. The Ghostface Carillo was drafted as a fifth round pick, one hundred thirty fifth overall, in two thousand and fifteen. That was the year that uh, the Wild also picked up uh, Jordan Greenway and uh, and Erickson Eck in the draft. So I guess the the first thing that you got to ask with a what if is uh is what if he just got here a lot sooner, right? He went out uh I I don't think he would have come over at 18 no matter what. Like even if you traded up into the second round or whatever to get him, he would have still stayed in the KHL for the the uh following year and he did really well there. He scored uh 27 points in 53 games, which is pretty impressive to do when you are playing along uh, alongside men in the KHL. Like that is Um, that is really good for an 18-year-old. So, you know, I I think that he would have uh, stayed there then. And I think that uh, even optimistically, thinking that he could come over ASAP, right, he probably still stays the next year. Because while he performed pretty well in Russia, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, he was doing more than just, like, really, really well for his age, right? Like, 27 points in 53 KHL games, that's not, like, super great production, Uh unless you're accounting for his age, whereas it's really good, right? Uh As a 19-year-old, Kaprizov played 49 games and scored 20 goals, 42 points. That is what we're talking about here. So I, I think the earliest that you could have possibly brought over Kirill Kaprizov is the 2016-17 season, and boy, let me tell you, the Minnesota Wild could definitely have used him in that 2016-17 season, right? What happened then? Oh, that's right, that's the year that uh, Minnesota got Jake Allen, and what was one of the reasons why Minnesota got Jake Allen? It was because Minnesota did not really have the scoring talent there. They had a lot of really good players, right? They had Eric Stahl, they had Jason Zucker, they had, uh, you know, Mikhail Gramlin, they had some really good players there that just could not put the puck in the net at that time and and some of that, you know, might have been like a little fluky. Just you you would expect Jason Zucker to score. Right? You would expect uh even Mikhail Gramlin that year. Mikhail Gramlin is known for uh his passing, but uh you know, he was uh, he was a scorer as well, he scored 26 goals, really good, and then Eric Stahl, of course, uh, you know, you would expect to step up, but, you know, those guys got shut down, and who was down in the lineup, you know, trying to put the puck in the net, it was, uh, it was Charlie Coyle, who, you know, good player, uh, not the most natural goal scorer in the world, it was, uh, it was Nino Niederreiter, who I love to death, but can also be really streaky, and the, uh, in the goal scoring department doesn't have that, uh, that Zucker quality of just having a dangerous shot, no matter where you fire it, uh, you know, or yeah, no matter what day it is, Jason Zucker's shot is going to be, you know, respected. You know, had a a real, you know, a, a good hard shot, but he, you know, ah, I guess that it factor, it, his shot didn't have that it factor as as good as it as he was as a player. Uh I, I think we can admit that now and then uh then there's of course Jason Palmerville who was enjoying a good season that year as well but in in the uh the years after he lost his mojo then further down the lineup right he got Martin Hansel not not a goal scorer at all really um Eric Holla, who you know didn't become a goal scorer until the year after uh I'm trying to think of who else was in that lineup uh was Fontaine uh you know, like got guys who are like bottom of the lineup guys, you know, good guys to have in your bottom of the lineup, but you know, not anyone that you could rely on. So if they had Kirill Kaprazov in that mix there of forwards, right, to to play alongside Charlie Coyle, who was getting opportunities in that series, you know, are things different? And I, I think that uh, it might have been because you'll, you you got to remember, all four of Minnesota's losses in the 2016-17 playoffs were by one goal. There was one where it was two goals, uh, but uh, but that was an empty net goal. Essentially, that was a one goal game. So if you had just anybody else it it kind of feels like and i think two of them were overtime too if you had anyone else in that uh that lower lineup who could just get you a goal right i think that could have made uh the the difference right maybe minnesota advances in the playoffs and they had a really great team that year if you added you know Kirill kapasov i don't care if he's 19 at that age um you know that is going to make your team better so you know could they have knocked off Nashville in the the next round i i think they would have had a chance nashville would have been a tough out um i'm not saying that uh, that nashville you know was was a pushover or anything like that and and then anaheim the next round uh i, I those were the randy Carlisle anaheim years but early on, and randy Carlisle's not a good coach and Bruce Boudreau I think could uh, could have figured out a way to uh, to beat his former team in the playoffs. You know, we're talking about a possible Stanley Cup appearance that didn't happen and one of the reasons was that uh that you know, Minnesota didn't have Kirill Kaprazov in pocket. So we are going to go and uh, and hop on to another break. We're going to come back and we are going to finish kind of talking about these what-if scenarios. You're listening to Lockdown Wild, brought to you by Bilt Bar. Welcome back to Lockdown Wild, brought to you by Built Bar. I am Tony Abbott. Still, we are going to finish up this Kirill Kaprazov conversation that we've got going on right now. We talked about, you know, how, you know, it might have been... Different, it you know things might have turned out differently in Wild history if Kaprizov was in the fold after the 2016-17 season. um Then, of course, uh there was the 2017-18 season, and you know Minnesota got absolutely smoked in the playoffs. I don't think it was entirely their fault. I think Zach Parise missed some games. Ryan Suter missed all of that. I don't know if if you know if Kaprizov would have been able to save the Wild with all that going on, but I do think that, uh, you know, if Minnesota had a deep playoff run to show for the year before with uh, with Kirill Kaprazov in the fold, if Kirill Kaprazov was this fifth-round draft pick who was having, I don't know, say, like a 50-, a 60-point rookie season, which, you know, I don't think is preposterous. Like, I mean, Kaprazov was, you know, tremendous in, in Russia. Uh, I, I think he put up another 40 points that year in 46 games maybe maybe we'll talk about 50 points right uh but still like you have a, a guy who is probably showing flashes of stardom i think that you could look at that as a gm go to your owner and say hey we got some tough breaks this year but you know we have hope for the future we've got this guy in addition to you know in addition to per, uh not Parise, sorry uh zucker Granlin, like all these guys that i drafted turned out and then we have this guy. He's going to raise his game. He's going to uh he's going to get us over the hump. We just had some bad breaks this year. I think that if you had that in combination with, you know, some some good performances in the playoffs last year, maybe a uh, maybe conference final appearance, uh maybe you take Anaheim to seven games there, maybe you uh maybe you get to the Stanley Cup, maybe you win it. You could have won it maybe. I don't know. That was a really good wild team. I'm n- I'm not going to I'm not going to say that they couldn't have won in 2016-17 in the right circumstances. Uh, maybe Chuck Fletcher still has his job. And what does that mean? That means maybe the Paul Fenton era never happens. That's possible. And, you know, maybe maybe the core that Minnesota has still is, or Minnesota has then is still largely intact. Maybe they had to, you know, make a trade or two, but you know, they're they're probably not blowing up all four of those guys out of the organization like uh like the next two GMs did in, in two years. And don't get me wrong, like I think that I think that, you know, it's fine that uh that ultimately that uh that Minnesota has Kevin Fiala. I think it is fine that uh Zucker uh got traded and Minnesota is, you know, doing a more future looking you know uh direction but, like, I think you could have held on to, uh, to that core that was, you know, for all of its lack of playoff success. I, I think that you have to say that that would be a really good core. And if you put a superstar player on top of that like Kirill Kaprazov, that's looking real nice. And then um, I guess this year, let's talk about this year. If, if Minnesota had Kirill Kaprazov, I don't think there's any doubt that they are solidly in a playoff spot. This season, if they had Kirill Kaprazov from the get-go. Um, I think that uh, you could have seen some magic with Kevin Fiala. I think you still have a chance of seeing it next year. Um, I, I hope, I, I really hope that we do have a chance of seeing that next year. But uh, I, I think they're a shoe-in playoff team if they have Kaprazov. Remember, Kaprazov's leading the uh, KHL in goals, and he uh, just turned 23 like two weeks ago. So having that, uh, that kind of player in the fold, you know, that is, uh, that is, a that is a what if, I think. It's not maybe as big as it was in in 2016-17, because the stakes maybe aren't quite as high, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that, uh, I think that if we are in a position where we aren't going to see Kirill Kapuzov until the end of next season, maybe, you know, when he's out of his contract and can transfer over to the Wild from the KHL or the Swedish League, Liga, wherever he's playing, probably the KHL, let's be real. Uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, that that is going to be another what-if, because at that point, uh, Kaprizov is going to be about 24 years old. Uh, he'll either be 24 or just about to turn 24. And we are, you know, looking at three to four years that Minnesota could have had Kaprazov in the fold, in the organization, growing, producing, being able to watch him and not having been able to do that because, you know, for whatever reason, uh, the uh, the GM just couldn't quite land the star player that they were so lucky to find and, and hit on in the late rounds of the draft. And it would just be a damn shame if we had to wait even longer to uh, to see the uh, the fruit of that pick in the state of hockey. So That'll do it for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Ohai Tony. You can find my work at zonecoverage.com slash wild. Please bookmark that. Go to that every weekday. We'll have stuff there. And we will be back a little bit later this week uh, at Locked on Wild where it is your team Every day.